TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Welcome to episode 122 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler. In HD. I am here. And I am not there. That is true. And uh, it's been a week. Um, we uh, First off, I want to address a couple of uh, big bombshell uh, celebrity deaths. Uh, Larry King uh, died. Uh, he was 83, I think. 87. 87, that's right. Uh, and COVID. Oh, COVID took him? I didn't see any of the details on it. Was, um, uh, I just saw that that he died. Uh, and I knew that he was up there. I mean, seeing especially some of his more recent interviews, he seems, he just seems very old. You know, like oh, yeah. watching him interview Eric Andre was interesting to say the least <laughs> it, he was not really having any of eric andre's nonsense uh and eric andre was just enjoying being eric andre being interviewed by larry king um to be fair larry king's been old since 1985 yeah <laughs> that man reached max level quite quickly and then yeah. just never <laughs> And uh, Hank Aaron, <laughs> baseball in the seventies, baseball legend uh, and uh, 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 civil rights uh, legend Hank Aaron uh, died. He he must have been eighty seven. I think he he was. I I knew he might have been ninety. He was up there. He was old. <clears throat> he was. Why are you trying to make me do math, Wikipedia? Just put it at the top. <laughs> That's really annoying. He was born in 1934, <laughs> February of 1934. So whatever that math is. Yeah, math. <laughs> so, 94? yeah. 95. Well, 94, because he probably didn't turn 95. Yeah. 86. I knew that. <laughs> Look I at math. how robot does math for <laughs> recently deceased icon. So uh, rest in peace uh, to both of them. Both of them had uh, tremendous, tremendous impact on uh, society and the world at large. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, sad to see him go, but not unpredictable considering their ages. <clears throat> Just kind of weird to live in a world without uh, Larry King. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I mean, that's obviously been been a cornerstone. Yeah, for so long. Um, News, everything, like every movie that has a news section in it where they do like one of those news cuts and cut to the people getting interviewed. Larry King's always there. It's like uh, when when did the guy who hosted Inside the Actors Studio die? Oh, that was like Uh, Mankiewicz. Yeah. was it, isn't it James Lipton or whatever the fuck his name is? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, Lipton, like the T. Yes. Uh, he was another one of those where, like, you know, he's just always been there. 
and had such a unique style of interviewing. And and I mean, same with Larry King, where it's just weird to be in a in a post Lipton world. It's weird to be in a post King world. Uh, It's you just kind of never even though they were both old, they both, you know, were were on their way out anyway. Like we it shouldn't be a surprise. It just, you know, when those icons or Alex Trebek, even when those, you know, icons who have spent more time on camera than off uh, in 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 their life, you just kind of don't expect them to not be there one day. They become like a a fact of your life, kind of. They all all died working. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They all like. I mean, he did Larry King probably was doing interviews as late as last last week yeah right <laughs> um uh in other news uh president biden was inaugurated it was, was uh, just you wait yeah <laughs> uh and, and the rejoicing q this crowd is, nice is freaking out because it's so funny. <laughs> watching them realize that it was a grift the whole time that they were that they were duped like and I'm sure honestly, I know actually that not all of them think that they were duped and they're still waiting for the you'll see. And still think Wait. that you'll see will come probably the craziest of the theories that I've read and heard is that the United States it hasn't been a country since Taft. Oh my God, that fucking bullshit. Oh, and man. it's actually a corporation owned by the city of London. And that on the inauguration day, it would be the dissolution uh, uh, that Biden wouldn't be inaugurated. The military would take over uh, f- uh, at the corporation, which would violate the agreement with London. And uh, for the first time since Taft, I think, who was our 18th president? Was it Taft? It was Taft. Uh, uh, that for the first time since then, Grant. Great. Was the okay. Uh, hey. For the first time since then, uh, our country would uh, would no longer be a corporation. It would be a country, and Donald Trump would be sworn in as the 19th president of the United States. Can we supercut you just saying that, and then what? make it so like you're a the, the, no, so that's no. What you? I do not believe <laughs> this. I do not believe these things. I, I want to make this it, crazy fan fiction that somebody wrote that just got out of hand. It's fucking insane. It's like zombies. Yeah, Yeah. it's fucking insane. It's like these people have watched too many political intrigue films and think that that's reality. Uh, It's absolutely insane. And obviously the inauguration came. That did not happen. And uh, they're they're even like um, making a big to do over the fact that Biden was sworn in. 10 minutes, 10 minutes before early. noon, which means that he was sworn in while Trump was still technically president, which invalidates so his presidency. Out. And it's like, what the fuck 
are you 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 lost. That's it. That's all it is. Come to terms with the fact that you were part of a major grift and uh, a fucking grifter, a con man, uh, convinced you to try to overthrow the United States government for him. It's like a really dark version of the music man. <laughs> Ryan, just, just wait. Oh, God. <laughs> Just wait. And to to add to all this, Q has made a statement. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Q's latest statement signs off. And now keep in mind that 8kun has, you know, like with anyone else, uh, they've got little tag names. Whenever anyone posts, says anonymous. But verified Q messages have a special tag and it's not possible to spoof that tag according to eight coon admins and the latest Q transmission signs off hail Satan and Q followers are literally eating themselves alive. <laughs> well, when they spend all that money on Trump merchandise, what else are they going to Over at, uh, what is it, The Awakening or whatever the fuck, where they do a bunch of Q message aggregation and and, uh, and uh, deciphering and shit like that. Um, the cucumbers, as they call themselves, um, <laughs> are... Losing their minds, admins are are deleting posts as quickly as they're being posted. Like, it's just imploding. The whole thing is imploding. That is beautiful. Yeah. That makes me so happy. You know what? Good. Good. Just good. Fuck you. (laughs) Yep. Go fuck yourself, skewing up. Like, you're a fucking bunch of idiots. And uh, you deserve everything that's coming. Like, honestly. Meanwhile, for the very first time in history, uh, President Biden is the first president to immediately go to work and uh, sign executive orders immediately the same day that he was inaugurated. Um, Trump, the House staff, right before Biden got there, so they, like, weren't ready for them to move in right away. He sent all the fucking butlers and staff home that day yeah. i also heard i also heard that uh also heard that trump uh, started just rubbing his penis on everything gross replace everything replace the whole building it's i'm just uh, i'm just imagining what the bathroom sink looks like with a lot of orange shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like stained stained <laughs> They're like, man, did they replace the toilet with a gold? Oh, (laughs) Trump's kids like wrote wrote their names on the bathroom wall and like Sharpie or like how tall, how tall they were, you know, at the beginning. of. (laughs) (laughs) My dad's president, so he's going to write a law. It makes me get four inches taller at the end of the year. Eric Eric Trump is just like. See, Dad, look how much I grew. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> you see Baron Trump's name, like, written in and then crossed out in another hand and then written in again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
on in his first day in office, um, Biden signed uh, 17 executive orders, uh, m- a number of which reversing a uh, bunch of uh, Trump uh, you know, things. Pretty much um, got rid of like 80 percent of Trump's presidency because he did most of his uh most of the stuff that he, that was done during Trump's presidency was done through executive action, which yeah. can easily be like you don't have to go through. It's like the double edged sword of executive orders. Like, you, yeah, you can just do it without without uh, Congress, but then uh, <laughs> it can also be undone without Congress. So, yeah, border walls halted um, the uh, uh, travel oh. ban. The Muslim ban uh, is halted. Um the he made a lot of uh, executive orders uh, that have to do with uh, COVID and uh, vaccine distribution uh, and production uh, and things like that. Uh, uh, extended the eviction and uh, um, uh, foreclosure moratorium uh, through March, I think the end of March, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but did a number, a large number of things. Um and uh, yeah, uh, and again, for the first time, ha- had a, a uh, the press room active day one on inauguration. She was ready and hit the ground running. Uh, Jen uh, Saki, uh, the new uh, White she House. Didn't, she didn't tell everyone uh, that, uh, you know, the that was the biggest, most well, most attended. Yeah. Uh, inauguration of all time. Man, like <laughs> my my art, in, my in, art was in attendance there. Garth Brooks. Oh God, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. In addition to making music that I'm not crazy about, every time it's like, "What's your name?" Oh, like Garth Brooks. Fuck off. <laughs> I love that he was there because he's pissing every all the Republicans off because they all the conservatives that, thought he was, was a strategic guy. move. He put yeah. on that was a he, he strategic slid move. into his formal denim and uh, <laughs> well you see I only wear these Wranglers on special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't know that Garth I, I will say I did not know that Garth Brooks was a liberal but apparently that is a yep. fairly well known thing. Yep. He's been a, a liberal for most of his adult Which life. Which is amazing because the Dixie Chicks got completely canceled over being liberals. Yeah. Well, they are women. (laughs) That's true. Um, What a nice week it's been since this inauguration, too. And fuck, I can't remember her name, but our our national poet laureate. (laughs) uh, Yeah, that was tight. I was about that. Her poem was like was one of the most inspirational, beautiful things I've ever heard. And it was amazing. It was great. It was great. Uh, I'm she, very excited for the future. She also um, uh, threw in some uh, Hamilton quotes in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and didn't she nerd out with someone on Twitter? Like she tweeted at Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah, Lynn Manuel Miranda. She's like, "Hey, hey, Lynn, did you did you catch the Hamilton <laughs> the Hamilton references?" I was actually listening. To Amanda Gorman. Amanda um, Gorman. That's we, right. Yeah, and I was actually listening to it, and I heard like history has its eyes on us, and I'm like, <laughs> "She, that's the thing. she said the thing." <laughs> uh, she has a fucking future. Like, good oh, lord. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, she promised. Taste in jackets. 
Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> she promised uh, Michelle Obama that she was going to run for president in 2036. Oh, oh that's cool. That's really cool. Vote laureate for president 2036. This is the future liberals want. <laughs> yes. Honestly. I yeah. Yes. Yes. I would take uh, I would take a poet over a game show host any day of the week. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we really quick just talk about the jacket game in general? Um, <laughs> like everyone had amazing jackets at the fucking. Yes. Uh, like I want to talk about the mittens. There was, oh. of course, there was uh, one woman. I don't know who she she was. I didn't recognize her. She had curly hair and glasses. But what she was wearing was fucking really, really. It was librarian beautiful um, where it was like a, a checked uh dress coat kind of thing with like uh gold uh frill like uh um like yeah something like that i i uh it was like gold frill oh, yeah. on the top um, on, her, on her shoulders and it was just be- i thought she looked gorgeous i thought she, like it was not <laughs> all this you know uh making a statement kind of fashion stuff that a lot of uh uh, the Biden family was wearing or or some of the other people were wearing it, but it was something purple. that super stood out to me uh, as just a really understated, beautiful uh, thing. And now all of a sudden we're a fashion podcast. Yep. Hey, I mean, you know, I like clothes. I I, I think that, that, oh, that was Obama sh- she should have ripped the sleeves off of her oh, off of her uh, arms and just flex those guns. Harris's stepdaughter. Is that who that was? Yes. Okay. She looked gorgeous. I loved yeah, that cool thing. Coat. That's a cool coat. I'm looking at it now. Man. Yeah, everyone just fucking killed it. I just loved Wait. Michelle Obama. Uh, Michelle Obama's purple was just Oh, nuts. good. Apparently, <laughs> I'm not the only one who noticed it. Uh, uh, Ella Emhoff. Um, and, uh, yeah, it says it was the, break, uh, the uh, breakout style star. Um, I really loved that coat. That coat is super red. Yeah, her outfit screams ad- administrators of the world unite. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it definitely it looks like the li- librarian kind of went <laughs> decided to dress up a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you get what I what I was oh, saying yeah. when Come I said like you again. know librarian beautiful. <laughs> yep, I definitely get it. Um. Uh, and then, yeah, chic, if, if you will. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders admits. Yes. Bernie Sanders once again did the thing that Bernie Sanders is very good at, and he became a meme. Um, again. again. Without <laughs> trying. Once again, I'm coming here <laughs> to be a meme. <laughs> um, he wore the single coat that he owns and a a pair of uh, mittens that were made by a teacher in Vermont out of recycled plastic. I just love his response. The first thing that the first thing that he says when he he, like his official response is, yeah, Vermont makes good mittens. (laughs) And he's a crust punk, but he sleeps in a dumpster of uh, sweaters and he sold out of them and he donated all the money to Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Yep. Badass. Yes. I love you, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. You're such a cool dude. Effortless badass. Absolutely. Um, 
So I think we covered all the the politics and and the non-geekery, but it has kind of, you know, obviously been a big week for America. We can become a video game podcast again? Is that what 2021? Video video games? The, uh, so we got another episode of WandaVision this week. I haven't watched it. I'm all caught up. <laughs> I forgot to watch so, it. So, yeah, three. Okay, I've um, only seen two. Because uh, the first week they did episode one and two. So they released two episodes first week. And then episode three came out this mm-hmm. week. Uh, we are firmly in the 70s. Um, and uh, a lot more oddities going on in this episode. Uh, we're getting a lot more of that high high strangeness. I'm not going to spoil anything. I have, Just I know, have, like, I have some... The stuff theories, the stuff that I'm in it for is I'm that excited. that high strangeness. And really yeah, so uh, it, it's it was for, I've seen a lot of people say that. Well, not a lot of people. I've seen some people say that they're not really enjoying the sitcom format and things like that. And and they are more into the intrigue. Well, this is a heavy intrigue episode. Uh, I figured it would have to be. Yeah. I feel like um, with and without spoiling anything, of course, uh, the first episode sets up the format really well. The second episode begins to introduce the idea that there's something that might not be right. And then uh, the most recent episode is very much like, here's what you guys have wanted. You get the first real hint that something's wrong in the first episode, though, when the boss comes over with the wife. Uh-huh. But it's, oh it's yeah, a little bit lighter. I, I agree with Brooks for like, it's lighter, yeah, but but the idea but, that n- not everything is as it seems is definitely introduced in that dinner scene and the commercials. Yes, those commercials all the hydro commercials. Those are so good. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I'll have to watch that tonight. I haven't watched the new episode. I'm so, such a bad. Yeah, it uh, it was great. Um, I'm very much looking forward to more. The six more episodes uh, left, so we got six more weeks of this. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we had uh, on the day after the inauguration, Resident Evil had to go and upstage everyone with uh, <laughs> their Resident Evil stream. Resident Evil <clears throat> Big Vampire Lady, which I found. <laughs> That's the only thing to know about this. I just want to point that out. I'm not a Resident Evil fan, so I have not delved into anything. And all I know is there's a giant zombie or vampire lady. (laughs) Um, I found an archive of the stream and uh, started watching because I didn't uh, get to watch it live. And like the stream was over an hour. And then I realized when I opened up that archive that it was about an hour of lead up an hour like an hour long countdown to a 10 minute stream what yeah so <laughs> this is the 25 like year evil. anniversary of resident evil and uh so we are um you know i'm uh personally expecting a lot of celebratory things to come out of Capcom this year because Resident Evil has been a hugely successful franchise for them. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that and they did fun. was they dropped a demo, or not really a demo. They, they call it a, a visual 
uh, uh, preview or something like that uh, on the PlayStation 5. It's called Maiden. And uh, sick. It's so you're not playing as the main character of Resident Evil 8, who who is Ethan, uh, the same guy from Resident Evil 7. Uh, You are playing as Maiden. And uh, uh, it's a good introduction to what you can expect visually in the next gen graphics. And um, you basically get to walk around this gorgeous house and get a little introduction to who you're up against. Which House is Hunter's Resident Evil edition. A <laughs> you know, I feel like for flipping this house is gonna be too much. A a four hundred game. A a thick, super thick Amazonian vampire lady is, is Oh yeah. T H I double C Um She uh makes her appearance at the end of the little interactive preview i will say it's fucking gorgeous like re engine is beautiful and capable of really really beautiful visuals re engine on next gen hardware oh like there's a hallway that's entirely gold trim and i've never seen metallics represented in such a way in in a game I'm just imagining um, that scene from uh, from uh, Hobbit three where <laughs> Thor and Oakenshield's walking down the golden highway <laughs> or golden <laughs> golden hallway. Um, and there's one thing in the demo that uh, you find you find a bone necklace in the demo. No one knows what you're supposed to do with it. It does nothing. But similar to when Resident Evil 7 came out, there you found a uh, dummy finger uh, in Resident Evil 7 that it wasn't immediately apparent what it was for. And they ended up updating the demo. And you could then use the finger to unlock something that would then carry over to Resident Evil 7 when it came out. So we're probably going to see the same sort of thing in Resident Evil 8, where those like myself who have already gone through this demo once are going to have to go through it again and use this bone necklace in order to unlock something in the main game for Resident Evil 8. Wouldn't it be funny if it did absolutely nothing? <laughs> I would be Just disappointed. Just gets everyone talking about it. And <laughs> no, it... it uh... It, it it opens like uh like a diary, right? You have to like do this whole thing, and inside the diary it says, "Thank you for playing." <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Um, they so have would like they have already said that um they will be updating the demo, so yeah. Uh, Resident with two bone necklaces. Resident (laughs) Evil Eight is keeping on the trend that the uh, remake of Resident Evil Three started, uh, in including a new multiplayer game called RE Verse, which basically has every character from every single Resident Evil game, every villain, every good guy from every Resident Evil game in a multiplayer format and you have you can only walk backwards because it's <laughs> reversed 
Jesus. Um, <laughs> that was good. Honestly, I'm, I'm crazy stoked for it. That's all that they've announced so far for the, or no, uh, they're also doing a crossover with uh, Tom Clancy's Division 2, where you can get stars outfits in Division 2. Oh, okay. Nice. But that's cute. Yeah. So that's that's fine, I guess. Like, yeah. But it's um, not taking too much time away from the division team since they should be working on my open world Star Wars game. <laughs> but I, I do hope that we see more in celebration of the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil uh, than just this RE-verse thing, which is cute and it's fine and all, but... Uh, I, I, I know we won't get it because they've already done it, but I would love a remake of the first game in the RE engine. Because I've I, I beat I beat both two and three, and it was uh, a lot of fun going through those old adventures. And I and love the first game. God, they're so good in RE engine. Oh yeah, I mean I did cheat playing through the third one because I spent the extra couple of bucks and and just unlocked all the uh, the infinite ammo stuff. Oh God. <laughs> Um, the, uh, I don't know. I, I, so I imagine zero and one have to be on the end of their list of what to remake next, because I could see them combining those two. I could see them combining them as well. Uh, but at some point those two are going to have to come out in, in RE engine. I would guess that code Veronica is next. Is anyone clamoring for that, though? Probably <laughs> not. Um, I, I don't even remember anything about Code Veronica other than what the box looked like. Yeah, same. Uh, but, I mean, revisiting it in, in RE Engine, I think, would probably be worthwhile. Like, you know, I never played a ton of 3, either. But playing through 3, and uh, what I did play back when 3, you know, first came out, I don't remember any of that shit, but jumping into three remake, God damn, that was great. It was wonderful. It was a spicy game. Yeah. And it, was, it, it looked great. It looked so good. And that dodge mechanic. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, but uh, so, you know, I feel like they're taking the opportunity with these remakes to not just re up the visual style and, and make things more modern and, and things like that, but to also kind of fix some of the things that were wrong or not great in these dated games. I do want to point out, I played through, I tried to play through the first, you know, they did the HD remaster of resident evil one, yeah, yeah. which wasn't <laughs> on GameCube. It, it, yeah, and they didn't change the gameplay, really. It was more just a visual update. Right, and it was they, gorgeous. They, they fixed the controls, at least. Yeah. They weren't immediate, They weren't super tanky. They were still bad. Well, like, weirdo girl living in, like, the basement, and, like, the whole, they added a bunch of, like, swamplands and stuff around it, and, like, a whole, like, kind of cult aspect to it that wasn't in the first one. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, and, I didn't get very far. I just 
was like this even with the updated controls i'm like this hurts my hands to play also if i'm not mistaken didn't the original resident evil uh like a very original uh playstation resident evil not have like the knife and the grenade and and stuff like that like you couldn't when you were being attacked by a zombie you didn't stab him in in the face if you had a knife i don't remember to be honest um they had it I, I feel like that was something that was added in the first remake of, of Resident Evil. I could be wrong, though. Well, it's been so Res- long. Like, when, when the first Resident Evil, Evil came out, I didn't own a memory card. It was one of those that I just had to leave the system on and, uh, you know, like, played it that way. And that oh was God, 1996. Brilliant. And it was fun, but goddamn. That is bringing me back. Yeah. I forgot I, about Don't pump it. <laughs> Don't bump the console, man. That's how Don't I had to play through. That's how I had to play through Final <laughs> Fantasy VII as well. I still didn't have a memory card that's when Final it. Fantasy VII came out, and I had to just leave the system. I can on. smell the mel- the melting motherboard. I mean, there's a reason <laughs> that I ultimately ended up having to do the the most widely known fix of you know wrapping it in a towel, playing it upside down, like having it upside down in order to get games to read. How I had to play through. Uh... Um, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance on the GameCube because like just as I got it, my uh, GameCube memory card corrupted and I couldn't reformat it. So I didn't have any fucking I, and I, like I just didn't have any money because I'm a kid. <laughs> and I just that game's fucking long as I just yeah. like, left it on for like probably a month while I was playing through it. Yeah, I want to go dig out my PlayStation now. <laughs> the good old days when gaming was where we did anything we could to play a game. And now it's like, eh, if it doesn't, if it does, if I can't just stream it immediately on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what it takes going to take 15 minutes to install. Boo. I want it now. I I caught myself doing that uh, yesterday uh, because I got my PS5. Oh, did it arrive? Yeah, it did. I got it on Amazon, so it was was like two days. Nice. (laughs) Or one day. It was the next day after. Actually, I got it Friday. Sorry. But like, I'm like downloading all my games, and it's going so fast. And I'm talking to Kalis, and I'm just like, "Man, this is like so fast. It downloads so much quicker. The Wi-Fi is way better." And he's like, "Is that real? Was that ever an issue?" I'm like, "Yeah, sometimes oh, I just yeah. downloaded games, and it was like an hour. Like, I can't wait an hour for a game." Dude, it was so bad on the PlayStation Four. It was so Wi-Fi was so Wi-Fi bad on the PlayStation. You 4. know, you know, having had a PS4 for a year now. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> Going from the PS3 to the PS4, those load times are crazy fast on the PS4 <laughs> in comparison. And downloading games, because like Zeke and I talk about it all the time, too. We're just like, man, we just downloaded like 50 gigs of information onto this thing in like 20 minutes. You know, <laughs> it was just like, wow. So hearing you complain about the PS4's load times, I'm like, fuck. Did you get the PS4 Pro, Brooks? No. Just regular. Okay. Yeah, no, we just got him a, a normal one. Also, Ghost of Tsushima still fucking blows my mind how fast that game just everything. Like, I don't even have time to read all the tips. Yeah, they did a, a really, really good job optimizing that game. It's a terrible game to text somebody through. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Speaking of uh, optimized games, Cyberpunk 2077 got its first big patch. Yep. 
Is it playable on the console yet? Apparently, it introduces a game-breaking bug. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. 99 <laughs> bugs in the code on the wall. 99 <laughs> bugs in the code. Take one down. Patch it around. 137 bugs on the <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You strike me as the kind of person that, when you were a child, I would have stuffed you in the backseat you know, if we were on a road trip somewhere. <laughs> Just put my headphones on. Aren't I that? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be completely honest. Aren't I that currently? <laughs> I haven't. Well, yes, but myself. <laughs> but bullying you, bullying you as an adult, you know, introduces certain legal complications. <laughs> but bull- <laughs> but bullying, bullying the imaginary child version of you, I have in my head. <laughs> that's free it, it was a lot easier i was smaller and and uh I, I, was, I was faster so maybe you couldn't catch me <laughs> well i i am a dream warrior sir <laughs> you docking so um i have been uh kind of looking at some of these uh emulation systems that have come out recently the retroid pocket 2 is probably one one that i've seen that Seems to be that the highest cool. rated uh, little handheld emulation system. Um, but there's one that's uh, the Pocket Go SN30 or something like that. It is an SNES controller. It's it's the dog bone with a screen in the center of it. And it made me want it so bad until I watched a review on it. And they're like, yeah, this thing is easy to drop in, you know, and uh, drop games on and everything like that. But when it comes to playing the games, it does. It's not optimized and the games do not play well. That's sad. But I love the form factor. Like, I feel like something has to be done to be able to save this thing. Because, like, seriously, think about having, like, basically an SNES. Con- it, it would be like having a Sega Nomad for Super Nintendo. <laughs> but it would it also plays Genesis, Game Gear, oh, yes. fucking... I, I've actually seen somebody... Dreamcast. Uh, with one of those at a, at a coffee shop. And I was just like, man, this guy looks like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so the one... It was actually Ryan. <laughs> the one that I have is the GPDXD, which uh, takes the... Um, the uh, Nintendo, you know, 3DS clamshell design and uh, makes an Android portable out of it. It's kind of cool. And uh, it's cool. It's really decent. It's very, really uh, quite decent. And uh, this is just the GPD XD. They have GPD XD plus, uh, which is a little bit more powerful. And uh, GPDXD Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> <laughs> and they just introduced on Indiegogo the GPD Win 3, which is a Windows system that has display in the center, uh, switch-like controls on the left and right. You can slide the display up to reveal a keyboard underneath, uh, a touch keyboard underneath that's uh, very similar in design to uh, Sony made a pocket computer. And back uh, in uh, the early 2000s, there was an entire UMPC craze, craze ultima, ultra mobile uh, PC uh, I craze. Think I, I remember that that 
fad. fad. And Sony made one. I can't for the life of me remember what Sony's UMPC was called. But it was, was going to say it kind of sounded like a in uh, one of those envy phones. <laughs> uh, Which I had in it's, high school. Because out of that came the uh, the Chromebook thing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Kinda. So, like, Chromebooks are just laptops, just low power laptops. Uh, the UMPCs were supposed to, were handheld PCs that were full featured. PC software um, larger than a PDA, but smaller than a laptop. And uh, I I always, always wanted one. So here now we've got the GPD Win 3, which is on Indiegogo. It's about a thousand dollars. And it's a uh, Radeon system on a chip system uh people like reviewers have already gotten their hands on prototypes and have been able to play fairly taxing games on it at decent frame rates at like 30 frames per second frame rates what's that I said, does it play Crisis? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> now does it the question Spire? is, does it play Cyberpunk? And yes, it does. Yeah, it's impressive. But, but, uh, does it does it run Crisis? Honestly, I don't think the question can be, can it run Cyberpunk? Because nothing can technically run Cyberpunk. Actually, that's not right true. Now. PCs can run I Cyberpunk, know. but no problems. You just well, well actually, few problems. You just well actually to my joke. Oh, my yeah, shit. because it wasn't huh. a funny joke. I just remembered. Uh, I saw a, a a trailer or an announcement for an old game that I forgot that people cared about, including myself. Uh, they're doing a new Ghosts and Goblins game. Yes, they oh, are. Yeah, that looks cool. And yeah, it looks hard as fuck too. The art style <laughs> is very interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like it's like, very weird. It's like it's like uh, puppety. Yes, but like like paper doll puppety. Kind it's almost of. like a stop motion animation mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like real, it's 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 like if they decided to give the Yoshi's Crafted World uh, uh, treatment to okay. Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> uh, resurrection, right? Yes, uh, I I think so. All I know is I'm glad that my boy Arthur is out for another spin in the real world that <laughs> is in a Marvel versus Capcom game. Yes. I'm a, yeah, pretty stoked. I love Ghosts and Goblins. It's such a fucking difficult game, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've wanted to, to, to do an Arthur like costume for a con for a while, but it's a little hard for me to do exactly what I want because I am far too demanding. <laughs> it's also hard to do anything for a con because they don't exist right now. Yeah, there is that. That is a thing. Well, you know, it was another shattered, distant dream drop dream, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> that joke will never not be funny to me. So <laughs> um, once we gather the 12 crystal shawarmas and input them into the radiant dream machine, <laughs> harvesting our childhood memories and creating shadow versions of ourselves. So while I was uh, drooling over potential uh, emulation systems, I realized that I already had 
the perfect emulation system. Your cell phone? The Bible. Imagination. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. Switch. I have Nintendo's my my launch, launch Switch, uh, which um, is perfect for emulating. When oh, like shit. it's super easy to hack, and it, I just keep I keep it offline. I don't have my account tied to this. I this is basically like this is a launch Nintendo Switch, so it's not in the best condition, but it runs great. It works perfectly fine. And, um, in addition to, uh, like I can do, uh, let's see. So right now I'm in RetroArch and from RetroArch, I can play, uh, the cores that I have downloaded are for Game Boy, uh, slash Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, NES, Super Nintendo, Dreamcast, and PlayStation. And, uh, um, outside of that. There is actually a uh, PPSSPP, uh, PSP, <laughs> PSP emulator P-P. for it. Good PP. So I, I playing... Use, use that on a console. Or not a console, on, on a PC before. I love it. Yeah, it's what, great. What, so that means again? playing... Hey, what's it called, Ryan? What's it called? PPSSPP. That's <laughs> So playing Crisis Core on the Nintendo Switch. I couldn't Switch. hear you. What did you say? Couldn't hear you. <laughs> Isn't that how you call your cat? <laughs> but yeah, it's a beautiful screen. Crisis Core plays with like no problems whatsoever. It's all super smooth. So it's oh, it's Ryan. great. Ryan, does it play Crisis Core? <laughs> All around me are familiar faces. One of places. One of places. You said crisis. It's like a buzzword, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, there were a ton of great PSP games that, you know, now it's it's apparent that Sony is pretty much done trying to compete in the portable landscape. Those PSP games deserve to continue on and be accessible. Right. Like Half Minute Hero. Half Minute Hero is so goddamn good. Oh, the soundtrack rips and the game is just so fucking funny. The concept (laughs) is fucking great and it's hilarious. But playing these these PSP games on on a switch screen is fucking great it's awesome and uh playing game boy games like going back to the first wario land and uh, super mario land 2 the six golden coins and shit like that like there were some great games on those old systems so it's it's a really great little catch-all system so if you have a nintendo switch to spare or you're not worried about being banned by nintendo servers I'm absolutely not advocating for you to maybe hack your squid switch and on on top of that, get the theme controls, the theme abilities that Nintendo hasn't given us. Bullshit. It's all about the theme. Look at how pretty my fucking home screen is. Look at how well organized and pretty 
the home screen is with this goddamn theme. Wow. You've got the the fucking store and settings and power and little icons up here. All these things that are irrelevant to everything else just kind of, you know, sort of tucked away in their own little places. And just the organization is beautiful. For fuck's sake, Nintendo, let us finally theme our systems. Nintendo doesn't like... Let us theme. By the way, I don't think there's much, much more uh, first world uh, requests for people. And, and if you have a, spit, a Nintendo Switch to spare. <laughs> well, if you're like me and bought a Nintendo Switch on day one and then they upgraded the battery and you bought the upgraded battery one. I did not. I mean, I'm not allowed to say shit because I got a, I just got a PS5, but I have. A, oh, you got a PS5? Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh did, did you get a ps5 tyler, tyler i heard did did you get one i did um I did. Yeah. I have a, that's a, news a switch with Sorry. the old battery and i have a switch light oh i mean so if you wanted to fully move on to the switch light and not take your your old switch online Mm-hmm. I like to be able to plug into the TV. Uh, sure. I thought Ryan was about to rich shame you, but can you, you have a, a switch to match every one of your shits that you have. <laughs> can, uh, Look, I I gave away my switch light <laughs> to. Do you a, have a switch for a, a person tie and white tie occasions? <laughs> I, I gave away my switch light to a person who did not have a switch, and she had been using it. Uh, because, uh, uh, or they had been using it because their, uh, Animal Crossing Island was on it, and I just said, keep it. Aww. Then now, now you'll do a tat right off on that, just so you make sure. <laughs> <laughs> no good deed get, doesn't get paid for. <laughs> and, uh, uh, with, with you having not, definitely not hacked that, first gen nintendo certainly not switched. absolutely not certainly not but theoretically will it uh can you plug that into your television the i same can way? yes will it work? Yep. okay cool oh yeah it doesn't lose that and it's actually a non-destructive hack so yeah uh, the the emulated games on your television yeah it's it's we encourage that kind of thing. It's it's a non-destructive <laughs> hack. So um you can actually choose which firmware you boot into when you start up the system. Whether you start into custom firmware that. or you start into uh the stock firmware. And the custom firmware doesn't exist on the system, it exists on the SD card. So you're not overriding anything on the system itself. It's it's a completely non-destructive hack. Oh red, like those uh um r4s for the ds yeah it's same sort of idea yeah um and that's why like there are a number of different hacks that are available for the nintendo switch the most popular one being atmosphere as a custom firmware but you can also load android onto the nintendo switch and because you're just 
running it off of an SD card. You're not overwriting anything. All you have to do is like you can swap out SD cards. Like if you want to load into custom firmware for the use of homebrew and things like that, uh, then that are made for the Nintendo Switch, then you can use that SD card. If you want to load into Android and get access to all of the Android games and uh, in addition to that, the emulation that's very well supported already and established on on Android as a platform, you just put that card in. And if you want none of it, you can have just a bare card where nothing's hacked, you're good. Like the only thing that um, you have to do in order to boot into any of this stuff is uh, you put your switch into what's called RCM mode. And when the controllers are on the side of the switch, there are pins at the bottom of the controllers that connect with pins in the system. It's how the controllers charge and, and stuff like that. They charge off yeah. of the system. So if you short the first and last pins on the system itself and power it on, screen will stay black, but it's then in RCM mode. And uh, you do that with just a you know a little piece of metal like this, or you can buy a jig online that automatically shorts those pins and then you connect it to your computer and you load a payload into it, uh, which is called Hikate or uh, Hikate, H-E-K-A-T-E. And that loads you into uh, a thing that lets you choose what you boot into, whether you're booting into a custom firmware that's loaded on the SD card or booting straight into the normal firmware as you normally would. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. Now, when you're hacking, uh, do you have to wear the fingerless gloves and uh, <laughs> and the uh, padded jackets? And y'all sick guitar play? solo. Hack <laughs> <laughs> the planet. Industrial hack music intensifies. <laughs> and in fact, if you want to hack pretty much anything that you own, like any any game system that you own. Go to like gamesystem.hacks.guide. So like switch.hacks.guide walks you through like in the most simple of terms how to hack whatever version of Switch that you have. 3ds.hack.guide. Same thing. Says don't. <laughs> not that, once again, not that we encourage this kind of we thing. We do here, not condone or encourage people to do these things. Actually, I would for the 3DS because it's a dead system now. It, it, once, oh, yeah. once it's a dead system, I say it's fully, you know, free reign. Like, because anything else is anti consumer. Otherwise, you've got a pointless piece of hardware sitting around that's not going to receive support or updates from the company that created it. You know, darn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But yeah, uh, do do the the hacky thing. Uh, play play the old games, especially save the PSP games because there's a lot of really really good games on the PSP. Hack a Nintendo Switch. Collect rainwater. <laughs> Take things across the state borders. <laughs> <laughs> Transport fruit and vegetables into California. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Settle down. Let's. Do we have to. Do we have to do like a? Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. Floating, floating, uh, floating thing. Uh, Thomas robots. Not a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pixely. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode from here on out, you're just going to be a shadow with <laughs> with a with a voice modulator, so, so no one knows who you are. 
Um, My name is certainly not Brooks Wilson. In <laughs> in local news, we've finally caught up with our neighbors, and weed is legal in Arizona, and technically has been since January 1st. But amazingly, while we were not anticipating uh, dispensaries to get their recreational licenses until April, uh, 86 dispensaries received their recreational licenses this past week. Sick. So... Uh, Smoke people dope. Play pe- Nintendo Switch. <laughs> people Call your grandma. <laughs> Call your grandma. She worries. Don't you care? Shit, I got it, actually. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I got COVID right after fucking Christmas. Um, <laughs> it made it difficult to call. Obviously, every dispensary in Tempe was probably lines for hours because all the ASU students. But there were uh, I know Al posted a picture uh, at the dispensary uh, he went to and there was no line at all. So I saw I saw another picture from a friend over on my side of town that. It was completely full. Like there's just tons of people. <laughs> really, uh, yeah, I think we we stocked up, but before uh, before this, uh, we we made it. We set aside cash and uh, took care of those arrangements before the recreational opened up. And uh, because Arizona was a medical state before it was a recreational state, uh, there are a lot of people who still have medical cards uh, that are now two year medical cards. Um, or as of the beginning of last year, I think is when they switched over to for the renewal period to be every two years instead of every one year. And uh, it, there's still a point to having a medical card, depending on how often you buy weed, because the uh, medical card, if you're buying with a medical card, you're not paying taxes mm-hmm. on uh-huh. on what you buy. Uh, recreational is taxed at 16%. Oh, wow. So, but all that tax goes to uh, community colleges and uh, infrastructure and things like that. So what you're saying is drugs are helping school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the more weed that you buy and smoke, the better education that our kids get. Think about it. It's your duty. It's your duty. (laughs) This is the future liberals want. (laughs) <laughs> this is 100% uh-oh <laughs> where is Kalen looking I'm looking at Kalen's dick <laughs> <laughs> sorry Kalen's PP SSPP <laughs> it has an updated firmware I'll tell you what <laughs> let me show you it's hard drive <laughs> Oh, that one doesn't get a laugh? I'm no, sad. no. <laughs> that was funny. PSP didn't have a hard drive. Um, so, uh... <laughs> Jesus! I'm not a dummy! Can't wait to see Kaylin's proprietary memory cards. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my memory stick. Pro yeah. Duo. Check out my memory dongle. <laughs> it didn't have dongles. Um, God damn it, <laughs> so, what games have you gentlemen been playing? Let's start with Tyler. Who, Tyler? I heard you just got a PlayStation Five. 
Oh, Wait. stop the presses. Tyler got a PS5. Wait, Tyler, you got a PS5? Yeah, I know. I haven't told anybody yet. You guys are the first. <laughs> I think he may have gotten a PlayStation 5. I, I Ow, is that even possible? <laughs> I know. He must have got it from someplace like Amazon or something. Did you get it on Amazon, Tyler? I just got it on Amazon, Brooks. It's awesome. I'm playing Spider-Man Morales right now. Holy fuck, that game is gorgeous. <laughs> I'm playing Spider-Man Morales now if you're on the podcast with us. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you probably have it on fidelity right now. Put it on performance. I remembered you saying something about it, but I wanted to see how pretty it was. <laughs> it is definitely very pretty, but like the biggest benefits with fidelity is seeing, you know, some of the reflections and stuff in the buildings. When you're whizzing by shit, it doesn't really stand out all that much. That frame rate makes more of a difference than you think. I'll switch it up. I'm loving it though. It's, I also made use of the uh, 4K disk drive and watched watched uh, Beetlejuice. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> 4K Beetlejuice is kind of strange because it looks so <laughs> right. Like, I, <laughs> it's so it looks like it was filmed yesterday, but Alec Baldwin's 30 years younger. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I like, what? He's in that. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, every time every every couple of years I get a hankering to watch The Shadow. Oh sure, yeah. It's not. It's, it's Who not good. knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Only Tyler's PS Five knows. Who knows? <laughs> the Shadow knows. And actually, I I was really sad that that movie ended up sucking because when I was a little <laughs> kid, I had those old time radio shows on on cassette. I used to listen to episodes of The Shadow uh, when I was like three, and I specifically remember one with a werewolf, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> those are all on uh, on Spotify, actually. Are they really? Yeah. I feel like you've told me that before, and I must have forgotten. I'm pretty no, sure. No, because I, I just found out like last like this over the, this last week. Um, I, I had them on CD at one point. I think I was telling you okay. telling you about that back then. Because, yeah, those those old I fucking radio shows them. were so great. Brought to you by Ovaltine. We should uh, we should get a hold of an old. Uh, surely, surely those are in the public domain by now. Um, oh, and, and do a script to do uh, yeah, 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 a script. script. That would be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Oh, hello. Doctor. Yeah. That's not a naked cat. Doctor. (laughs) So. Hey, hey, doctor, I got a PS5. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you didn't tell. (laughs) I got to I got to shout it from the rooftops. So uh, did you play Astro's Playroom? I did. Oh, my God. The, well, the only the way you can play that is if it was on the PS5. Did you get a PS5? I got a PS5. I know. It played on You're getting it or performance mode. Huh? Did you play it on fidelity mode or performance mode? Astro's player? I'm so <laughs> Hey, did you know I got a PS5? Are we in a time loop? Are we in a time Go loop? Go on. Did you know I got a PS5? 
yeah, Astros Playroom was really cool. Like the 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 feeling the it, the one that I, got me when you're like going through and it's showing you everything or showing you the uh, the controls and everything is when they put a whole bunch of shit into the PlayStation Five controller. Yeah, and, you, and then you can like move it around and like you shake it and it's making noise and like and it feels like there's something in the PlayStation controller. Like holy shit, that vibration function is insane. Like I thought the Switch's HD rumble was cool, but this is just another level. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And a little pit, pitter patter that changes when you're walking on like metal to whatever the material is. And fuck, it's so cool and fun. Like it's a fun little platformer. I haven't gotten yeah. too far in it. It's it's but. way better than a tech demo. Effectively, a tech demo has any right to be. Yeah, and it's kind of long. I probably played it for a good like hour and a half and didn't even get through the jungle section. Like, yep. And like I'm pl- playing the monkey and <laughs> the monkey's fun. But yeah, that's the PS5 is fucking sweet. Like, it's nice to be able to play 4K games for the first time ever, and it's all pretty for the first time ever. Is Miles Morales the only game that you've bought so far? Yes. Yes, because uh, did you buy the combo or, or Miles Morales on its own? I got the combo. Okay. I got the combo because it was like twenty dollars more or whatever. So I was like, "Why not? I'll get the remastered version of the original." And the I mean, the original is incredible as well. So it's yeah. so much fun. I love the original, and I, again, it, like starting Morales up and like as soon as you get through fighting Rhino and like are actually able to fly around the that city and whole stuff. intro fight is so much fucking fun. It is. It's so cool. I thought that they were, well, I won't spoil anything, but that fight is so fun. But like, again, like immediately after, and it's like, Hey, go here and do your thing. And I like just flew around or zipped around <laughs> Manhattan for, <laughs> for like an hour because it's just again like it feels it's the most fun i've ever had moving around in a game absolutely and now it's even prettier and like it feels like a whole new thing so. seriously just wait until you put it on performance mode okay i'll, I'll, I'll switch those it over frames are very very sweet okay all right yeah that's that's basically what i've been watching or playing <laughs> how about you brooks uh, I have been, um, I didn't have a lot of time to play video games this week. Um, played a little more Ghost of Tsushima, um, and then I got Scott Pilgrim. And uh, I've been, uh, I'm on the last uh, last stage right now, and I have leveled up Scott as far as he can go. Uh, but I also know where everything is, and <laughs> so I was able to be like, okay, so I need this much money to get this, and I know where the secret thing is, and bing, bang, boom, we're done. Uh, and it's taken me back. I I did not realize how much I missed it. So it's such a a solid beat 'em up. I'm genuinely shocked that they let it disappear for as long as they did. Yeah, I remember there was there was a, a kind of a thing. Uh, when they took it off the store um, pretty suddenly, which is why I, st- I still have it on my PS3. I was like, oh, I, I this isn't going anywhere in case I can't get it back. <laughs> Ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> I still have never played that game, and I know I need to. It's outstanding. It, it's great. 4K HD at 60 frames per second. 
You have to turn on fidelity mode to really get to capture the <laughs> essence. This, <laughs> but I got a PS5, so <laughs> we, should call, we should call this episode. Tyler got a PS5. <laughs> Uh, this uh, episode is already called uh, uh, Super Thick uh, Amazonian Vampires. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but have you seen Super Thick Amazonian Vampires too? <laughs> <laughs> the the babening? Uh You mean the... Oh, fuck. What was the, the stupid Nazi vampire uh, series that Yui Bull did? With, oh, it was like... Oh. A f- rain. fat chick? No, he did. Did he do Blood Rain? Yes, he did do Blood Rain. But he also did like big titty goth GF uh, vampire Nazi uh, uh, movies. I kind of want one of that well, sentence to keep going. <laughs> is that he? Is that he is a big a big player in the the uh, economics of industrial music and leather outfits. Without him, without him, big titty goth Nazi blubberella socialist communism <laughs> blubberella. An action <laughs> comedy something. centered on an overweight woman whose footsteps cause explosions and whose dual swords are used against anyone who makes fun of her. Clearly, this sounds like the pinnacle of entertainment. Yeah. No, the pinnacle of entertainment. the English patient. Here comes uh, here comes something fresh. The, the pinnacle of entertainment is the uh, movie I saw that was recommended to me on Amazon Prime yesterday. Velocipaster about a. Oh yeah, Velocipaster <laughs> is is well known. Classic. Yeah, is it? Uh, I it, never it's heard a new it. classic. Yeah, it's it's a uh, new classic also, B B flick. There's also Lamageddon. Yep. I saw uh, and obviously, I, there's also things like Thanks Killing and Evil Bong uh, and shit yeah. like that. It's all Evil the same Bong. the same category of cinema. Garbage, <laughs> but delicious garbage. Nah, m- most of those are too like like, like I'll, I'll give them a, I'll give them like one like a one watch just to Thanks Killing get it over is with. actually pretty good. I just uh, the the puppet. I mean, the puppet is fine, but those movies are just so slow sometimes. And I'm like, okay, we're we're out in the we're out shooting this scene in the forest again. You know, cut them in half, put them on YouTube. Oh, right. totally. Right, just, just give me a compilation. <laughs> How about you, Kalen? What have you been playing? Um, I played a little bit more Dark Souls Three. I'm still working on it. I hear my brother playing it in the next room. It sounds like he's on the final boss. Uh, uh, I'm a little farther behind. Um, and then for the Snailmate show last week for my birthday, we played, uh, or I was trying to play Peak Uniku, but we were spinning. Uh, we had a, w- a wheel for everyone who donated money. They got to spin. And some of the categories were like uh, chug a beer, drink a shot of vodka, drink a shot of pickle juice, drink a shot of hot sauce, uh, a couple other things. And like people just kept throwing money at it and i kept spinning the wheel and i got real fucked up on my birthday so <laughs> that's right real playing pikuniku kaylin's birthday know, was last week for your birthday tyler got a ps5 <laughs> <laughs> not for you either it's no. actually for me <laughs> uh kaylin kaylin did a couple of birthday streams one was on the 20th the day before his birthday and one was on the 21st his birthday proper 
And yeah. um and none of you got a gift for him and you should feel bad. No, I I <laughs> his gift is my presence. I tuned in on the 20th and uh uh told him I said uh, hey happy birthday the whole country chipped in and got you a new president. Mhm. Mm. How how old are you now? 34. <laughs> he is so old. <laughs> I'm wearing my overalls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go out to. Uh, we're gonna go to Ace Hardware and get a couple of a couple of bolts and uh, try to make it down to Luby's at by two for dinner time. <laughs> Do you qualify for the? Uh... Stop at the model train store if we're not too tuckered out. <laughs> Do you you qualify for the senior special? <laughs> Wednesdays are my day to go to the grocery store between seven and eight. <laughs> I feel like such. I feel like the little kid at the kid table over here. Why <laughs> you young people have to dress so weird? <laughs> Got real hair, young man. <laughs> and then me and Ryan, the old guys, we're the ones with the piercings in our nose. Yeah. The world is this. <laughs> You you outlasted the uh, old people who complained about him. <laughs> <laughs> they stand tall above a, on a mound of their bodies. <laughs> I can't wait to get back and play Piku Niku again because I didn't hardly play because I got so distracted by spinning the wheel. But it was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a Devolver Digital title. Uh, it looks uh, uh, a lot of fun. I think I started playing it. I like the physics of it. It looks it's it's uh, it seems pretty neat. Yeah. Wait, a Devolver digital title that we like? This is surprising. <gasps> this is surprising. That, that, that's I surprising am surprised! That, that's as surprising as finding out that Tyler got a PS5. <laughs> Extremely surprising. By the way, <laughs> I don't know if you heard. <laughs> what is your five? Tyler's oh. got it! <laughs> yes, like, another joke that we can run into the ground! <laughs> What'd you play? Um, I have been playing a variety of things since allegedly hack not hacking at all my Nintendo Switch uh, again. It's a great game. Um, play. I have. Uh, well, I continued on in Chrono Trigger, um, and right yes. now I'm at uh, the um, Guru of Life. It's the Guru of Woe mission. Um, and I'm at the the fight, the the Giga whatever the fuck fight. Giga Giga Gigas? Whatever the fuck it is. I, I really wish it was absolutely called the Giga hate. whatever the fuck. I, I, I hate it. It's got two arms and a head as separately targetable things. One is a healing arm, one's a damage arm, and it does a lot of damage. A whole lot of damage. And uh, so the move is to knock out the damage arm first, the attack arm first. Um, but uh, and it's supposed to, in the DS version, only have a thousand hit points. I have single hit, you know, twelve hundred hit points on that thing and it didn't die. So that's very obnoxious. Uh, what, uh, who's your party? Uh, my party. I w- uh, my party had been Chrono, um, Marl, and Lucka, and uh, I switched it up. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I added uh, Isla 
um, and swapped out Lucka uh, to do some heavy hitters. But that's that's interesting. Um, I I never use uh, I never use them. I mean, I'll I'll use Isla sometimes. Um, but my my core team through most of the game, whenever I get them, is uh, Chrono, um, Frog, and Robo. Really? Because those guys, those guys, just just smash wide open any gate. Right, but Marl, Marl's my up. healer. <laughs> Healing is for squares. <laughs> um, but then I've uh, also started up um, uh, Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow again because it's been so mm-hmm. long since I revisited that game, and it is one of the best Castlevania games. the The GBA Castlevania games are outstanding um harmony of dissonance a little bit less so uh but aria of sorrow and circle of the moon are both really really great games also the uh i played a little bit of the bloodstained update of classic mode uh in the bloodstained update uh which is interesting and as infuriating as you would expect it to be because it's got the old school knockback. So that kind of oh, sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I I've I've never been a fan of my uh, my least my least favorite element of old school Castlevania is that fucking brutal ass knockback. So that's what I've been playing. And it's been good. I I'm I'm, I'm just, just just verifying where you are in uh, in Chrono Trigger. So ah. I wanted to say something. Okay. Uh, but I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. On that note, thanks so, everyone for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm glad this podcast is over because I gotta take a dump.